Hey guys, I'm Stephanie. And I'm Rachel. And you're listening to Sisters Spooked, the podcast where two sisters talk about all the creepy things. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a scary story, suggestions for an episode, or anything really, please email us at sisterspooked at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at sisters underscore spooked. And we also have a secret Facebook group, Sisters Spooked Secret Group. Our website is sisterspooked.com, where you'll be able to find our blog and much more. We're so excited to have you. It's time to get spooky. Sisters Spooked contains graphic and explicit content. We recommend to listen at your discretion, but we hope you stay for the show. Thanks for listening. say hey everyone hey ew don't do that we're on another break recording some more well this is technically our first episode so we've already recorded one oh yeah you'll probably learn more about us in the second episode than you'll you'll do (laughs) from the first episode but because we're the worst we're gonna go with it um so we're in new jersey yeah not in chicago yeah (laughs) change of pace but we're uh, we're hiding away from sick children right now so yeah it's a what, what better to do than to film film podcasts record po- <laughs> same thing is it though <laughs> i don't know um yeah so rachel's been out here for i've been yeah i flew out on the 27th Three, I had to leave at 3.45 in the morning. Yeah. And then um, I flew out this morning. Um, what time did I get there? They picked you up at like 11. Yeah. So I left Chicago around 8. Hmm. Must be nice. <laughs> I was still up at 2.30 because my neighbor. Okay. Well, I went to sleep at like 4 and then I had to wake up at like 10 to pick you up. So. Well, no, I had to wake up at like 9 to pick you sorry, up. Sorry, not sorry. Why were you up so late? Because I was just doing things. I was just on my phone and stuff, and then bam, it was four. <laughs> Mistakes. Um. I haven't gone to sleep, like, earlier than, like, probably 2.30 or 3 this whole break, and Ew. I'm really, really going to regret it. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> One of my resolutions was to... Don't say go to sleep earlier. No. Because you no. already <laughs> sleep a lot. <laughs> 10 p.m. is a fine bedtime. <laughs> Sometimes it'll be like 9-something. <laughs> Listen, 8.45 is the ideal sleeping time. What? Yeah, maybe when you're like 10. 10? 8.45 is a bedtime? Yeah. Yeah, when you're I'm like 10. I'm old. Okay, okay, I guess it starts. Okay, I guess there's a normal curve and you're just going back up it. <laughs> Anyway, no, my resolution, one of them, is to wake up at 5 a.m. every morning because... Literally, why? Well, okay, so I started last year and I made it about, like, two to three months and then I just, like, gave up. And what did did that do for you? It gave me 30 more minutes to be on my phone. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Are you kidding? I mean, okay, <laughs> I'm going to be real honest with you. It was supposed to be, like, an extra 30 minutes to, like, get up, watch the news, like, do, <laughs> do productive things, and it really just turned into me just sitting on my phone. So this year, I'm going to try really hard. Ew, you nasty girl. That was me cracking my knuckles. In case anyone's wondering. Yeah. But yeah, so this year I'm going to try extra hard too. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I don't believe it, but... I mean, I wake up at 5.30 anyway, so waking up at 5 won't be that bad, but... All of my classes start at, except for one, I think all of my classes start at like 11 this semester. Bless. Nice. Bless. I had two 8 a.m.s last semester, so I'm so happy 
but I'll probably, like, be working in the mornings anyway, so who's really winning? Not me. <laughs> gonna go to, gonna you, go to wait, work. are for, you like, still doing the same thing you were doing last semester? What do you mean? For your research thing the, you're working well, for? I know you can't jobs. talk about it, but. No, they're, well, I mean, like, they're my jobs, so, yeah, I still work for them. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. Those weren't, like, internships. Like, I actually got hired by them. Mm. Yeah, so I will still be doing that. Not the, not, the calves aren't starting right away, so I won't, like, be doing anything with that. But I have to enter data into Excel, like, on break. Why? Because I was supposed to do it, like, well, not supposed to because he didn't give me, like, a time limit to do it. But um, I don't know when he needs them by, and I'd rather just do it, like, now, just in case. Because mm. I don't want him to, like, text me and then be like, so, like, have you been able to like enter the data and i just want to like have it done you know i got you but yeah that's that's all i'm doing for that one but the other jobs they'll still have active stuff going on and if not then i can pick up extra shifts at the vet school so yeah cool all right should we get into the spooks sure do you want to start this week or do you want me to start um well since you're technically starting next week so i guess i can start first sure so each week we're gonna have like oh, a I thought you were theme. starting and I was like No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So <laughs> well, we're going with it. So each week we we'll have a theme and then our cases will like be based on that theme. So I'm assuming based on mine that these are like family murders. Well, not so much family murders, I guess it could be into that too. It's more like holiday murders. Oh. Because they take place around Well, yeah, this one was Christmas. on Christmas. Yeah, yeah, and mine's on December 24th. Oh. So, holiday murders. Because oh, okay. um, even though it's January 2nd, we... Yeah! It's fine. It's we me. just, like... I was someone sick. Told me, some, someone told me that... Rachel that, was doing finals. Yeah. Like... So, someone, someone told me that... that something about either the 4th or the 6th with, like, Jesus, and, like, technically it's not... And the end of Christmas until then. What? What? No, like, (laughs) I don't remember who told me, but they were like, until the 4th or 6th, it's like, can still be considered Christmas because of, like, something with Jesus, like, second coming or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. But Churchgoers don't add us. It can still be Christmas, all right? It's still Christmas, so. Perfect. It's relevant. Okay, (laughs) Okay. so. (sighs) Everything that I'm about to talk about, it happened... On December 25th in 1929 in Germantown, North Carolina. So, basically what happened... Well, I'll start off with, like, an intro to the people. So... Well, the, what's it? What's it? Oh, the, the murders are called the um, Lawson Family Murders. And, yeah, like I said, it was in North Carolina. So, um... Charlie Lawson, who was the dad, who was a perpetrator, he was 43 when all this happened, and then Fanny, the wife, was 37, and then there were seven children. They had eight. (laughs) They had eight, but one of the sons passed away in, I think they said 1920, from pneumonia, so he wasn't... That was already taken care of. That was one less murder that the dad had to commit. So, um, (laughs) there's... Marie, Arthur, Carrie, Maybell, James, Raymond, and Mary Lou. So, to preface all of this, things that already started to be suspicious to people was that they they had just moved in into this really old, like, 200-year-old farm, and they had saved up the money and moved into there. So, obviously, if you had just done that, you wouldn't have a lot of extra money, but... Mm-hmm. A little bit before these murders happened, he took them all into town and bought them really nice outfits for a family portrait. And they all took a family portrait, which the picture will be somewhere on our website. And here, I'll show you. Our website and our blog. Yeah, I thought that was... No, they're separate things. Well, okay, I meant our Instagram and our blog. Oh. Yeah, so that was a portrait. So yeah, they're already looking a little... They're already looking a little sketch. (laughs) They As it is. Dead already. What the hell? Yeah. Are we sure this was the first time they died? I don't know. <laughs> so, after that was taken, that was already, like, weird enough because it was expensive and, and things that just wasn't normal to do. So, on the day that this all happened, 
Charlie and Arthur had gone hunting, and Charlie was sent out... No, no, Charlie sent out Arthur to buy more ammunition. And while he was doing that is when all the murders took place. So they don't know why he decided to spare Arthur, if there was any, like, motive behind her, if he really thought about it, but... Um, like, Arthur he might have been, like, the favorite son. Yeah, I don't know. But Arthur was the sole survivor of these murders. So Charlie, the dad, he hid behind a shed. It was, or it was a tobacco, like, shed. Or, um, I'm not sure exactly, like, what, what the shape of it was or anything. But, yeah, so he hid behind there. And when two of the daughters, Carrie and Maybelle, they were on their way to visit their aunt and uncle, who had a farm close to where they were. Mm-hmm. Um, they were on their way, so they passed that shed on their way, and he was hiding behind it. And when they passed, he shot them with a 12-gauge shotgun. Goddamn. So, he waited for them behind the shed. Yeah, he shot them, and then just to be sure that they were dead, he also bludgeoned them. Stop! Yes, just to be sure. <laughs> Why then, is it necessary? I don't know. Ask Charlie Lawson. So he bludgeoned them and then he hid their bodies in said tobacco shed. So those were the first to be murdered. And then he went back up to the house and the second to be murdered was Fanny, who was the mom. And she was on the porch and he shot her. And then Mary, the oldest daughter, she heard the shot and started screaming and the two the two youngest boys Raymond and James they were trying to hide but then he shot Marie and then found the boys who were trying to hide and they he shot them too it didn't say anything about them being bludgeoned none of the things that i read said anything about them being bludgeoned but then he finally killed Mary Lou who was only 4 months old she was the the youngest and um he didn't shoot her he bludgeoned her to death what the fuck yeah the cause of death was a fractured skull for her yeah so she was the last well the last of the children to die and the before he shot himself people had already been alerted that these killings Mm. were happening Mm -hmm. so so um they found the bodies with their arms too little too late what year is this um, 19, 1929. Oh, so were phones even invented? When were phones invented? Well, I think, like, maybe landlines, but not, like, anything... Well, not cell phones. Accept- yeah, accessible, so, I mean, no, they couldn't do anything anyway. Um, I'm not sure, though. I don't know what... Okay, sorry. I was <laughs> just okay. wondering. I don't have that common knowledge. That's okay. <laughs> um, so their bodies were found with their arms crossed and rocks under their head, like, pillows... And the uh, the police officer that was with Arthur, who came and, like, discovered the bodies, they, he, the police officer went into the woods when they heard the, the fire for Charlie, the dad. He, he shot himself. And um, there were actually footprints surrounding a tree. And so it seemed like he had been maybe pacing around the tree before mm-hmm. he did it, like, contemplating his life, the lives he just took, everything. How did it come to this? etc so and then they found um they found his suicide letters or not suicide i i don't it didn't nothing released what what the letters said but they it said that they were letters to his parents Mm. but i'm not sure what the content was necessarily sorry i don't want to interrupt you but was there a letter to arthur Arthur, um it didn't it didn't say it just said that they were to his parents gotcha yeah um, so, there were some theories about the cause of this, because no one, no one can really know, because he's the one who did it, and he killed himself, so there's, he left no indication of, like, why he murdered his whole family, but some of the theories are that Charlie, the perpetrator, that he had sustained head injuries prior, so he said that they believe that the problem started with him hitting himself in the head with an axe while working. What? Um, yeah. <laughs> so, after after that had happened, it had been said that he had been more violent and that he had been more temperamental after he had done that. Oh. However, 
um, scans that were taken at Johns Hopkins, it found like they found them to be normal. So mm. who really knows? And then another theory is that Charlie had witnessed an organized crime, like, um, and that he was found out. Mm-hmm. So they came to murder him and his family to like keep them quiet. I don't know. I don't know what they would. I think that's just really just a theory. There's nothing really to support that. That's just mm-hmm. someone like being like, oh, like it's possible. Like a, he was already like afraid that a mob was gonna come or like. Yeah, I don't really think that that's. I don't know. That doesn't really add up to me. But I don't know why that's a theory. But because there's nothing to support it. It's just yeah, someone there's threw that like out no there. other info. Yeah. Another one, one that probably makes a little more sense than the rest of them <laughs> is that there was an incestual relationship between yeah between no. yeah <laughs> between the oldest daughter and the dad and there were different sides to the story like willingly no, or well, forcefully well, some some like some of the i think they said the neighbors had accounts of like him forcing her himself on her and then Ooh. like others like um so there is a cousin named Stella Lawson Bowles, and she said at the funeral she overheard her parents talking with um, other people, talking about how um, Fanny, the the wife, mm-hmm. the mom of all of them, how she had said that um, that relationship had there had been incestual relationships going oh, on, God. and then. Ella Mae Johnson, a friend of Marie's, came out later and said when she was being interviewed for a book that was being written, she said that um, actually Mary had told her that um, she told her that she was pregnant with her dad's child. Stop. Yeah. Do you think that is why he I, was like, no one can know? I don't know. That she's because, pregnant. But the thing is, like, I don't... I could see that being cause for why he would murder her, Mary, and maybe Fanny, but the kids, a four-month-old, a two-year-old, a four-year-old, a seven-year-old, a 12-year-old, I, yeah. I don't... Like, that, that doesn't add up. So while that, like... I mean, him doing that would definitely, like, make sense with how, like, crazy he was, but I don't know that it was necessarily the cause. Mm-hmm. I think whatever he was going through was the well, cause yeah. of both of those things, but I don't know. So, and then, unfortunately, the oldest son who survived that, he was killed in a freak vehicular accident what? in 1945. Yeah, so. Jesus. So he didn't even live that much longer. So, okay, so what year did this happen? This happened in 29, and he died in 1945. That's so sad. Yeah. Dang, to, like, have your whole family be murdered and then... And then only live 15 years longer. God. Yeah, and he left behind a wife and four kids, too. Okay, first of all, what is it with these people popping out kids? Oh, well, I mean... I mean, yeah, I get it, I get it. This was when people were having all these kids. But when did the the Great Depression start? Um, In the, I don't know, like 34-ish. okay, so a little before. Let me me see. We have to get our facts straight. Yeah. We don't want to be talking out our asses. These were the, I mean, this was the baby boomer, like, era, so. Um, When did the Great Depression start? Oh, no. Oh! It started October 24th, 1929. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. So a little bit before <laughs> this happened is when the Great Depression started. You know, <clears throat> I don't know what that axe did to him, but maybe that and, like, the pressure of... Because, actually, it's it's weird because I was just looking up... Um, so when I was in, in one of my classes, they told us that like veterinarians and and people of those types of occupations have the highest suicide rate but also like up there are crop like or landowners like farmers. oh really yeah so and that's what they were mm. so i don't know maybe like maybe just like working maybe, in the fields yeah, all day no no but like it's it's not even necessary i mean they probably had some kind of like basic tractors or whatever but just the fact that they were going through the great depression they probably didn't like they were probably struggling and yeah. they had just bought it two years prior to excuse me all of this happening so it could be that not only did he go crazy from the 
from the hit to to his head or something. Not necessarily crazy, but it could have messed some stuff up that maybe they couldn't detect at the time. Mm-hmm. But that, not only that, but also the fact that um, they, I mean, they were going through, uh, this obviously wasn't the worst of the depression because it had just started, but definitely they wouldn't have been able to be making ends meet, especially with six, no, seven children. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, like, there had to be some kind of struggle struggles with them and men are more likely to commit suicide than women however most don't kill seven of their children or six six of their seven children and the wife when like, they do it like if you're going to off yourself just like don't take other people out with you yeah but i mean i guess like if he was a little nutty in the head he could have been like well they can't survive without me yeah that's like, true like they might have, like they're they're just going to die anyway if i die so like but the fact mm. that he would bludgeon them, like, there's some hate in there. Yeah. Like, there's some pent-up anger. I don't know, like, what would make someone do that. Jeez. I feel like even if he did die, though, like, they're... How old was the oldest son? The oldest son was 16. Oh. So he yeah. still had a couple of years before he would have been able to, like, financially support his family. Yeah. No, well, but at the same time, you're thinking of now. Yeah, that's this true. This was in the 20... Like, this was in 1929. Right. When a 16-year-old then, they, a lot of the times, were, were responsible for providing for mm-hmm. some, like, some parts of the family. So, definitely, times were different then. And, like, I don't know, a lot of this stuff was probably more common than we think, and that it just happened to come out, like, about this, but, ugh, it's just disgusting. I can't even fathom. I know. I can't even fathom this. God, that is just insane. So, do you have any, any questions, concerns? No, but I know you took some quotes down of what was on their tombstones. Oh, yeah, so, they had the audacity to bury (laughs) Charlie the dad, with the rest of their family, including the infant who had died. Well, I'm not sure how old he was when he died, but he was young when he died. Their 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 um, their son who died of pneumonia before all of this happened. They, they buried all of them together, and then they put them on the same tombstone, like, to put the murderer... Shoot. To put the murderer with the people that he murdered. I don't know, like, it just because they're family, it disgusts me. Like, I can't believe they would do that. So, on their tombstone, it said, <clears throat> not, <clears throat> woo. it said, not now, but in the coming years, it will be in a better land, we'll read the meaning of our tears, and then sometime we'll understand. So. Understand that you murdered and slaughtered your I don't, whole family. I don't know who wrote. Or... <laughs> I don't know who wrote the script for the tombstone. I mean, I don't know that it was him who wrote it. I would like, hope not. Yeah, no, but you were like of your tears or whatever. But it's not. It's not his quote. It's just I don't know who decided to put it on their tombstone. Well, no, I know that. I just thought it was interesting to. So, not now, but in the coming years, it will be a better land. So I'm. I'm maybe they're like talking about like maybe we'll get out of this depression or something. Um, we'll read the meaning of our tears and sometime we'll understand. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they could be hinting at, maybe, like, yeah, we'll understand why all this happened. Mm-hmm. Maybe some, some... Because, I mean, I can't even imagine the families, like, their their family, like, just finding out that he murdered all of them. Like, I can't even, like, mm-hmm. how they could... How, how they could, like... Not, not necessarily cope with that. I don't know how close they were, but... But just, like, understanding it. And like, I feel like, like, if something like that were to, like, if I, if someone in my family did that, I feel like the biggest thing would be just trying to understand why it happened. Mm-hmm. And, like, trying to get over the fact that it did. And maybe trying to find some kind of semblance of, like, hope in it all. Because there, it'd be so hard to, like, deal with it otherwise. Yeah. yeah. I think it is easier, though, when, like, someone is killed versus them committing suicide like because at least see that's why you don't use pencils <laughs> well if i didn't use a pencil that would have been all over my arm true but like because i feel like when someone commits suicide like you don't really have the why unless they leave notes and like because a lot of people aren't who commit suicide don't even 
put out the vibe that they are. Mm-hmm. Like, you remember my one friend I had. Mm-hmm. One day he was there and one day he was gone. Like, mm-hmm. it was horrible. And so no, no one knows why, but at least, and not that this is any better, but at least if someone you know is murdered, like, you know they weren't trying to... But at like, the same time, then there's, like, with, with someone who commits suicide, like, there's, there's, like, that thought that they were so unhappy here that, that that's what would, like, ease their pain. But it's, like, necessarily the fact that, like, you feel so bad that they had to feel like that. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, like, you don't know what they were going through, so, like, like, th- like, there's some way to get over that, but, like, if, if you're, if a family member was murdered and you didn't know who did it, or oh, you well, did it. Yeah, like, if you didn't or know if, who did if it. If you did know it, know who did it, like, you wouldn't know the why of why they did it. Yeah. So then there's, like, all these, like, That's true. you could never know every side of, like, yeah. a story. I would just feel, <laughs> and again, this is horrible, I would just feel better if someone was murdered versus committing suicide. Yeah, I don't know. That's, like, a tricky one for me because, like, I don't know. Like, I would feel... I don't know. I don't know if I I would probably feel equally like as bad. I don't know because like it's in the end it's in fact it's even probably a like worse excuse if like they were murdered because it's like you'd be so mad at the world well, like yeah. like why like why did like they have to be in this situation? Like why mm-hmm. like why did this have to happen to them specifically? But then like if if they committed suicide, you could be like like there's so much you didn't know mm-hmm. like that they could have been hiding that just, that maybe it could never have been okay for them yeah so I don't know it's like I think that's definitely a tricky thing yeah. I agree okay what else you got that that was pretty much it it was the theories and basically what happened and no one no one can know for sure why they can just theorize but there's been like books and there's been there's been um. And there's been, um, a, uh, I think they said there was a movie about it. I don't know. Oh, a movie? Well, it said that there was, like, a film depiction, but it didn't say anything about, like, what it was called or, like, what the contents was. So I don't know if it was just, like, a section in, like, a film that it talked about that stuff or what. I, mm. I couldn't really find more about that. Interesting. Cool. Well, that was actually a really good case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. Yeah. I'm glad you did that one. Yeah, I'd actually never heard of it before now. I didn't realize it was such a big thing. Yeah, I never heard of it either. Um, Because I put, like, all of our stories together because Rachel is, like, super busy right now. So I do the stories, but she actually does the research for hers. Um, I just kind of am like, okay, here... (laughs) Go. <laughs> this is popular. Go look and research that. So I'm glad that she got a good one. Um, mine is actually pretty similar to yours, um, except it's more recent from 2008. What? Oh, 2008. What do you want? The blanket. My blanket. Yes. My nice Sherpa blanket yes. that was gifted to me for Christmas. Yeah, all of these are and. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, so mic down, mic down. <laughs> abort, abort. Should we pause it and no, like, it's make fine. sure it's like, but like, what if? It's okay. Okay. It's fine. It records the rest of it, doesn't even record. <laughs> I would actually probably cry. Well, who gave this to you? Um, Chris. You know, Kaylee's who? cousin, Corey. Yeah. Her mom. His mom. <laughs> so, my story. It went by two names. So the first was the Covina Massacre, or, and then the second name is the Santa Killer. What? What was the first one? The Covina Massacre. Okay, I want the Santa Killer because that's easier. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay, so who this person is, it's Bruce Jeffrey Pardo. And the killing took place in Covina, California on December 24th of 2008. So, 11 years, well, 10, technically 10 years yeah. ago. Wow. Oh, I'm old. Okay. Um, so, Bruce grew up in San Francisco Valley, California. And oh, of course. He, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he went to college at California. I cannot speak today. 
He went to college. Guys have been up since 2.30. It's fine. Oh, boo-hoo. I know. Uh, he went to college at California State University in Northridge and started working at the Jet <laughs> Propulsion Lab. What is wrong with me? Mm. Okay. And that was in, well, I don't know what it was in because my notes are jacked up. Flint Ridge something. Canada Flint Ridge. This is not I mean, off to C- a good start. CA C- <laughs> is the abbreviation for California. so. It's... But it's also the country code for Canada. All right. <laughs> anyway, in 2004, he would meet his soon-to-be wife, Sylvia Pardo. All right. Good okay. on you, Sylvia. So... On December 24th, 2008, Bruce dressed up as Santa Claus and went to his in-law's home. House. Mm-hmm. When he arrived, he was greeted by his eight-year-old niece. Okay. Uh-huh. When she opened the door... He shot her. In the face. With what? We'll get there. So, he goes to his in-laws and dressed as Santa... And the eight-year-old opens the door and he shoots her in the face, point blank. Yep. All right. Well, we're off to a great I start. honestly, I think it grazed her in the face because she does end up living. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> off to a good start. Okay. Well, I mean, if you're gonna shoot someone in the face, if you're that close to them, how do you miss? Oh, just wait. It gets better. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> um, and even though we're laughing, like we're, this is actually very serious. It's just like. So horrifying, you don't know what else to do but laugh. Um, okay. So after this, he started open firing on everyone who was in the home. He had a flamethrower wrapped in a gift box in his other hand, opposite the gun. Wow, he really did the most. Yeah, he was the most extra Santa. So when Bruce finished shooting everyone in the home, he then unwrapped the flamethrower and started to start the home on fire. Yeah. That would sting. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. Yep. So nine members of the family were murdered and three were found wounded. Bruce's niece, who was shot in the face, was left with severe but not life-threatening injuries. That's why I think that... He may have, like, grazed her face. Yeah, but it's also possible that it, like, like, uh, she, he, he could have, like, shot her in the eye. And yeah. Not, like, it, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it didn't, like, go into a lot of detail, so I could, I didn't really know, but that's what I'm just assuming. Mm-hmm. One of the survivors ran to a neighbor's home to call the police, but by the time the authorities arrived, the home was already up in flames. It took 80 firefighters to put out the fire. Whose flames... Oh, and this is California, yeah, so dude. it's, like, really dry. Could it... Wow. Yeah. Um, it took over an hour for them to extinguish the flames, and due to the severity of the fire, the family members who died in the flames needed to be identified by their Teeth. dental and medical uh, records. Of course. Isn't that horrifying? Yeah. Ugh. So, when Bruce was finished at the home, he changed into his normal street clothes and drove to his brother's house in Silmar, California. And it's actually kind of funny because one of the customers that we work with at my work is located in Silmar, California. Aww. So that was, like, kind of a creepy thing. Um, and he was later found with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Thankfully, Bruce's brother was not home when Pardo arrived, and it appeared Pardo wanted to flee to Canada... Because the police found an airline ticket for Air Canada. Um, And it was later discovered Bruce had reached out to a high school friend and asked if he could come visit. But they were in the States, so investigators believe the flight to the friend was purchased to fool them. As to where he was, like, actually going. Yeah. Wait, so... Do they think that had his brother been home, he would have killed him? Or that he was seeking, like... There wasn't... Like, anything that said that, but who knows? Like, if his brother would have been there after he, like, went on this killing rampage. Yeah. Maybe he would have just acted like everything was fine. Yeah, and then tried to, like, get out or something. Yeah, I don't know. Like, hey, let's go to Canada or something. Yeah. Just low-key, Let's just, like, Spontaneous trip. Yeah. Like, what about your family? Mm, No, 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 we're good. We're good. good. 
Ein Boys-Typ. <lacht> Hashtag. Okay. Um, so investigators believe since Bruce suffered third degree burns from the flamethrower, he was unable to fulfill his plan of escaping. Police found $17,000 in cash wrapped in cling wrap on his legs inside of a girdle. Does right? that make sense? Yeah. Okay. His car... Ooh. Where's my shoulder? Gross. Um, his car was found parked about a block away from his brother's home, and portions of his Santa suit were left in the car, which would have detonated if removed due to the black powder that was under it. So he rigged his car... Right. Right. To explode if police found it. Well, clearly it didn't work because they found stuff. Yeah. So, where was I? Where? Oh, here. Uh, police also recovered four 13-round capacity handguns that had been emptied and around 200 rounds of ammunition. Um, due to this discovery, a bomb squad fired an incendiary device into the car, leaving it destroyed. In Bruce's home, police found semi-automatic handgun boxes that were empty, two shotguns, and high-octane gas for, you know, his flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> Casual. Yeah. Um, they also undiscovered, undiscovered he had made a homemade... Uncovered? Unco- discovered? Discovered. Not undiscovered? Why? What is wrong with me when I, I was know. writing this? Oh my god. Um, they also uncovered he had a... No, hom- discovered. Di- oh my god. What is- <laughs> okay. Stephanie, Jesus Christ. Uh, they also discovered he had a homemade bomb factory as well in his home, not his of brother's course. home. So... Wouldn't you? What was his motive, do you ask? Uh, do they know what his motive was? They think they do. Was he really just, like, enraged at his, like, in-laws? Was it just that strong of a hate for your in-laws? Like, you Mm-mm. know the joke? Oh, d- was the, like... Oh, no. No, that wouldn't make sense. Was he, like, having an affair with an in-law or something? Mm-hmm. Is it, like... No, I want to guess. <laughs> it's mm. easier than you would think. Oh. I don't know. Did they, like, owe him money or something? No. So, Bruce and his wife had settled their divorce the week prior. Ah. The divorce was brought on because Bruce had been concealing a child from the previous relationship. Oh. And the child had been severely injured in a swimming accident and needed medical attention. And he didn't want to give it to him? Or did he... I... That's what I'm assuming. All right. Um, after Sylvia and Bruce wed in January 2006... That was the beginning of the end. Bruce refused to... They were only married for two years. Yeah, dude. Jesus. Bruce refused to open a joint bank account with Sylvia and refused to help her financially take care of her three children. So, But if they were only together for two years and those three children, like, she had prior to meeting him? Yeah, but, like... You have to know, like, when you're getting into a relationship with someone with kids. No, I'm not excusing that. I'm just saying, like... I'm just saying, I mean, it's more, un- I mean, it's still shitty no matter mm-hmm. what, but it's more understandable that he wouldn't want to provide for yeah. the three kids than, like, if it were his own yeah. three kids. I feel However, like he, he shouldn't have, like, married her if he didn't want to exactly. do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, like, I don't think that he should have been, like, solely responsible for providing with them. Like, maybe helping out every once in a while. Yeah, because, I mean, they're not his kids. Yeah, but he, exactly. He went into it. Like, knowing that they were going to be there. Yeah. It's like, oh, surprise that you have to, like, support your wife, right. who you married, and her kids. So, you can't date someone who you know has kids and then expect them to not pay attention to their kids. What? I know. Okay. <laughs> so... In June 2008, the divorce court ordered Bruce to pay around $2,000 a month in spousal support. And, oh, to add a cherry on top, Pardo had also just been fired from his job as an electrical engineer because he was billing for false hours. Well, so, you know, people don't te- cheat the time clock because it's 2019. And. It's going to come to haunt you. Why do you keep checking your phone? Am I, I just am looking. I talking for too long? No. Oh, okay. I was just looking at the- Okay, 
So after he was fired, he went back to the court to have the spousal support suspended for job hardship. And when this happened, Bruce was required to pay Sylvia ten thousand dollars as part of as part of the settlement. Sylvia, Dang, wait, that does not make sense. Why? Why? Why is that a thing? I don't know. I like. I have actually had like my like different thoughts about this. Like, cause I've heard about this thing before. Mm-hmm. Like. Special I've heard support. about it. Yeah, I've heard about it before. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. Like especially in two thousand eight. Like why? Why? Like why would he be responsible for like? I mean, unless he like blatantly kicked her out of her house and she couldn't afford like another place. Yeah, maybe like, she like didn't have a job and they agreed she wasn't gonna have yeah, a job. I feel like that'd or... be the only thing that like that. Because like otherwise, that literally makes no sense. I know. I don't. I don't understand it. Like why? Why wouldn't like. Unless she was in a much worse position, why wouldn't she, like, have to provide for him, mm-hmm. like, vice versa? Like, if if she was more rich than he was, then would she have to, like... I think so. Like, is that how it yeah, works? Yeah, I think whoever is, like... More well-off. Yeah. Mm. So, after that, Sylvia decided she was going to keep the wedding ring, and she got custody of the family dog. Which... I'd be like, nah. Is sad, but uh, it's sad he killed all those people. It is. Do you I... think he wouldn't have killed the dog? <laughs> no, but I'm saying maybe if he would have, like, maybe. okay, you I'm not making had, excuses. You think if he had, had a dog, he wouldn't have killed that many people? Like, oh, dog, you saw. But okay, everything. but maybe he would have been like a little bit no, less. Don't, let's not go down this angry. path. No, we don't, don't. We don't defend murderous men in this house. <laughs> okay, um. So, after she got the ring and the family dog, Bruce tried to plea with the court saying Sylvia didn't need the money because she moved in with her parents and didn't have to pay any rent. He also gave... Oh, I'm sorry. He also said she spent all the money he had given her previously on a luxury car, fancy vacations, expensive restaurants, spa treatments, and golf lessons. So, all of these factors led... They believe led to Bruce being batshit crazy. But was she even in the house? Yeah. So she was one of the murdered? Yeah. So she was murdered. Who else was murdered? Did they not um, say? Like, hold on, let murdered? me finish and then I'll oh. go to the go to it. Um, so unfortunately there was no justice for the rest of the family since Bruce took his own life. Mm-hmm. Um which is Wait, he did? really shitty. Yeah. When? When he was at his brother's. Did I say it? No. I had it, like, written dramatically. What did, in wait, my what did notes. he do? He killed himself. No, but, like, well, how? By one of his guns. Oh, he just shot himself? Yeah. How's that dramatic? Wait, did I say self-inflicted gunshot wound? Yeah, but you didn't say he, that killed him. That doesn't mean anything. That just means he shot himself. It doesn't mean he killed himself. Oh, whatever. Okay. You didn't say he murdered himself. Homeboy's dead. You literally said he went to his brother's house with a self-inflicted, wo- a self-inflicted wound. And I was like, okay, this oh. bitch needs, like, medical attention. Okay, so he got some third-degree burns, self-inflicted gunshot wound. Like, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> it's not dead. Okay. Um, so... Um, there was a movie made about this, and it's called Silent Night. It came out in 2002. It was about a man who... Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. No. Oh, wait. That does not add up. No, that doesn't make any sense. This was in 2008. It had to have been 2012. I must have written it. Let me look it up. Oh, my God. What is wrong with me? I don't know, but that doesn't But anyway, so it was about a man who dresses in a Santa suit and uses a homemade flamethrower to attack a Christmas party... His ex-wife attended. Silent Night. Uh, yeah, it's 2012. Okay, I just wrote it down wrong. Oh, here, here, here's the... Sorry. Here's the picture for that. Oh, what the hell? It looks like he's got no eyes. Mm, I don't think he does. Okay. Oh, Jamie King was in this? Whoa! Malcolm McDowell was in this? I don't know who that is. Oh. He was in Halloween, Star Trek, A Clockwork Orange... Wow. Okay, so there were 25 people at the party. Let me tell you. Here, fatalities. So, Sylvia Ortega Pardo was his Mm ex-wife. She was 43. Alicia Sotomayor Ortega was 70. That was the mom. His wife's mom. 
Joseph Ortega was 80, and he was her dad. Charles Ortega, Ortega was Sylvia's brother. He was 49. Sherry Lynn Ortega was Charles's wife, so the brother's wife. James Ortega, Sylvia Pardo's brother, 51. His wife, Teresa, 52. Alicia Ortega Ortiz was Sylvia's sister. She was 46. They and, all, these are all the people who died? Yeah. Jesus. And then Michael Andre Ortiz, who was Sylvia's sister's son. Man, that's so messed up. Yeah. I don't trust anyone. Mm-mm. Ugh. Every bitch be crazy. Right. So what do you think? I think... I can't even... Gosh. So what was the... What, what did you say the total death count was? It, did you count how many on. people that was? It's like seven, eight? One, two, three, four, five. Nine. Nine, including himself. Or ten, well, including ten himself. including himself. Oh, man. Well, he got... He got Charlie beat. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's crazy. But, I mean, like, oh, gosh. Like, using like, the, the flamethrower? The fact that he had, like, $17,000 in cash and, like, these plane tickets and, like, all these weapons and stuff in his car, it's so premeditated mm-hmm. that, like, there's no way you couldn't kill yourself. Yeah. And, and I like, think he knew that, too. Like, after he did it, he was like, but, yeah, there's no way I'm going to get away with this. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Man, I can't even, like, I I can't even say anything about it. I just don't understand it. I, I could never, like, I, I, like, feel bad about, like, killing, like, bugs, let alone, like, <laughs> okay, being though, able to, like... <laughs> I do have to tell you about this centipede that was in my shower yesterday. No, you don't. <laughs> I don't, it was no, so big. It was like this. Okay, big. I'm not gonna hesitate to smash one. And of then those. I smashed it, and I, I left no it in the tub, and Ugh. I felt bad because Juan, <laughs> Juan got in the shower the next day, and was like, um, "Ew, why did you leave this nasty ass centipede in the tub?" I was oh. like, "Well, I did okay. my part by killing it." Okay, yeah, I'll be honest. <laughs> I lied. I don't feel bad about killing certain bugs. Yeah. I won't hesitate to smash a bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> not gonna lie. Yeah. But just, like, how out of your mind do you have to be to, like, be able to take, like, a, like a life like that? I, I mean... I don't understand. Like, how, you have to be how, really fucked up. How out of your mind? Like, how, like... Your humanity would just have to be, like, shut off completely. Yeah. Like, I don't, I seriously couldn't even fathom, like, I can't even, um, like, start, like, I can't even begin to imagine. Like, I can't. I just can't. I can't imagine it. I know. That would be, like, me coming in to come shoot up everyone well, here. let's not, like, relate it to what <laughs> we could do, because... <laughs> that is not ever gonna happen and if it does happen it wasn't me you're hearing it here first i wonder if these people who commit these things like have they had a long history of being psycho or like, like did something just like snap mm-hmm. like it's i know so i was crazy. trying to find like more early life stuff but there wasn't really like it's crazy a ton i could dig up so yeah yeah, that's that's insane. I know. That's really something. So, yeah. Yeah, I hope hope I never get in that situation. Makes me scared to ever befriend anyone. Can you even imagine? No. Well, I'd be dead, so wouldn't be no point in imagining. <laughs> By the time I could imagine, I'd be gone. True. Be like, oh, so you are that type. <laughs> so you, know, you are like, the murdery type. <laughs> It's too little, too late. <laughs> Are you talking about Jojo Siwa? No. Siwa? Not that giant troll. <laughs> Come She's at me. She's scarier than some of these people. <laughs> Remember okay. how you had Robert the doll? Oh, fuck. We haven't talked about that yet. Cut, cut, cut. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> next week we're going to be talking about Robert the doll and Annabelle. So 
we might be releasing these we're, at the same time. Or... We're basically going to release <laughs> everything we meant to release in December as soon as I get my ass moving and get our streaming service thing set up. What's it called? Like an RSS feed or something like that. I don't know, guys. We're, we're just flying solo here. So Taking it one step at a time. It's gonna what? happen. What? <laughs> Says who? It's Not gonna everyone's happen. meant for that. Okay, I think we're done here. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Next. Thanks for choosing to spend 50 minutes listening to two people who don't know anything. Wow. Rude. Okay. Well, are we doing the... Thanks for getting spooky with us. Oh, is that what we're doing? What's our outro? Thanks for getting spooked with us. Thanks for getting spooked. Thanks for learning about these serial killers with us. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like, actually, I mean... (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's like... It's intriguing. Yes, it's intriguing. It's intriguing. I really enjoy doing it. So it's fine. Okay, well, that's... (laughs) Not necessarily what that means, but go off, I guess. Go What does that mean, go off? (laughs) Okay, so ladies and gents, this is a 27-year-old, and I am 20, and sometimes I forget how much older she is than me, so she doesn't understand the Twitter language. (laughs) But go off, I guess, basically just means, like, okay, like, say whatever. Like, I get, like, it doesn't make sense, but go off. I thought it was, like, Like, some British thing you were saying. What? Is that what the a Brits Brit- say? No. Oh. It's just like Twitter slang. Like, go off, I guess. Oh, the like, only go thing off I about, use like, Twitter like, talk- for is free things. No, but like, GoFuji. I mean, does it does it make does it make sense? Like, because you're like like go off. I like, mean, yeah. Just go off, I guess. Like, like, like go off. Say say all this okay, stuff without off. meaning. No, not not fuck <laughs> off. It's like go off. Like someone will be saying something. And it, like, it'll be, like, not true or something, be like, like, but here's the truth, but go off, I guess. But, like, like, say whatever you want, even though it's not true. Oh, like, that's say what you need saying. to say. Even though it's not true. Say what you need to say. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we're done. <laughs> that's lyrics. Did yes, you know I that? know that. <laughs> <laughs> say what you need okay. to say. Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.